wanted to get into documentaries for a long time. And the thing that held me back from doing documentaries was just watching a few too many bad ones. Um, and I was worried that my skill set wasn't quite there yet to produce something that I'd be proud of. Um, so I'm finally in a position now where I've been doing this long enough where I think that um, I could produce something of a high enough quality and um, and do so fairly comfortably. Like obviously there's a challenge with documentaries because they, they're very journalistic in nature. Um, so I've teamed up with Stefan Strangman who works at Queens. He's also a phenomenal videographer. And we are going to be producing a documentary that follows small businesses, specifically the impact of small businesses in Kingston. Um, so an overview of um, what has happened to some of these businesses, but also highlighting the pivot, the community outreach, um, some of the really amazing things that businesses are doing. Um, a lot of businesses may not feel, a lot of people may not feel like they can do very much. Um, right now, but the businesses that can do something are really, really stepping up. And so we would like to um, pay some attention to that. So thanks for being on this one of the, like I did this week's episode. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I'm honored. <laughs> so, uh, like for those who like I don't know you, but uh, you're mostly into video production and stuff, so you do weddings and all sorts of stuff. But uh, I'm not sure if you could provide a brief overview of what you do. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Tanya. I'm a videographer. I own a local video production company called The Creative Nest, and I specialize mostly in event coverage. I also do. Um, I also do some work with the city, so covering accessibility campaign, um, uh, environmental campaigns. So uh, social media campaigns is also another category of what I work on. Uh, as a result, um, my business was quite heavily affected by COVID just because there are no events happening. <laughs> so there's no events to shoot. I just had my first wedding cancel. So uh, yeah, it's like, it's really becoming apparent now that things are, are shutting down for me at least. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of businesses are going online and stuff. I'm not sure if you can like edit or like you could be have oh, like projects that you're working on that are in the editing stage that you can work on. And that's interesting because a lot of people have asked me that question and to answer your question, yes, I can edit remotely, but most of my work has been, so I shoot, I shoot the project most like as a camera operator and then I edit what I have shot um, so I don't have a lot of work in only editing it's like I'll edit the stuff that I capture so in terms of remote editing no there is not a lot um, there has been a slight development in working remotely with camera coaching so coaching small businesses and coaching artists on how to um, produce their own video sustainably and from home so that was something I was working on before this whole thing happened. And it's just something that I can sort of develop a little bit more, just like coaching remotely. And then uh, also so on YouTube, do you, are you doing more YouTube videos now since you have more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, you're like my number one fan. I like, I really appreciate it. You're always the first person to comment whenever a new video comes out. 
Um, so I do, I run a, I have a YouTube channel where I talk about um, the, the camera that I use. It's a Fuji X-T3, uh, the equipment that I use to support that rig, and then some like tips about freelancing as a freelance videographer. I definitely have a lot more time on my hands to do that. Uh, I think people underestimate how long it takes to produce like a good YouTube video. Um, it can easily take me like eight hours, like a full day to shoot it and then edit it and then upload it. So um, I don't think I'm doing it more because I actually love it. I think I'm doing it more because there hasn't been very much to do. Um, and so I feel that I should be producing more content for the channel. I think there's a few, yeah, like I, there's a few of the YouTubers I follow and they don't really but yeah, they were like the first like few weeks of the COVID nineteen, like the whole thing when it happened. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to post. If they want just continue on as usual, or just post about COVID nineteen, the COVID nineteen and stuff. So I think yeah, I made, yeah. I made a point not to talk about COVID nineteen in my videos. Yeah, because um, everyone's talking about it, and and it becomes dated, right? Like you upload this video. And then when someone watches it a year from now, it's just, I don't want to date my content. I try and make sure that's very information based. So regardless of when you watch it, you've chosen to watch it because you're looking for the solution to a problem, usually a tech problem. Yeah. And then, so I learned that you're also working on a, like a side project to like a passion project almost with the COVID-19, like one, like the documentary that's been talking about. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that earlier when we were getting started. Um, I've been wanting to get into documentaries for a long time. And the thing that held me back from doing documentaries was just watching a few too many bad ones. Um, and I was worried that my skill set wasn't quite there yet to produce something that I'd be proud of. Um, so I'm finally in a position now where I've been doing this long enough where I think that um, I could produce something of a high enough quality and um, and do so fairly comfortably. Like obviously there's a challenge with documentaries because they, they're very journalistic in nature. Um, so I've teamed up with Stefan Strangman who works at Queens. He's also a phenomenal videographer. And we are going to be producing a documentary that follows small businesses, specifically the impact of small businesses in Kingston. Um, so an overview of um, what has happened to some of these businesses, but also highlighting the pivot, the community outreach, um, some of the really amazing things that businesses are doing. Um, a lot of businesses may not feel, a lot of people may not feel like they can do very much um, right now, but the businesses that can do something are really, really stepping up. And so we would like to um, pay some attention to that. And we're gonna be following them over the course of several months. So it's not gonna be like a one-time shoot, by the way, this is what happened. Um, we're gonna be picking main characters from the documentary that we follow up with over the course of, of several months. I'm sort of, like I, like I, I'm sort of in the same boat and stuff. I'm sort of working, cause I'm new to the 360, the like production stuff as well. So I'm just, I'm taking this co-19 to trade almost like a diary of, a business and like creatives to package together maybe in so in the future maybe people can look back on it and say hey the, look at what happened in, in the game so, just in 2020 almost like when the spanish flu happened and, and stuff like that so yeah this is like history we we are living through a really iconic moment 
in, in our lifetime. So I think it's gonna be one like 9-11 defined our lifetime. It was one of those things where were you alive for 9-11? Um, were you alive during the pandemic in 2020? It's gonna be one of those things that we like lived through. Um, and I, I think what you're doing is really cool with interviewing all these different people in all these different sectors is that you are creating a diary of like a candid diary of what happened. Mm. Yeah, in real time, not just like a news report. Mm. I don't know if you have any like funding for your project. You got it lined up yet? Or um, no, actually, this was something that um, I decided to do a couple of days ago, and I only called Stefan today. Uh, if there is funding available, amazing. Um, if there isn't, we're going to move ahead uh, regardless, mostly because um, Stefan and I are both videographers with all of our own equipment and editing capability. So um, we don't have to hire a technical specialist to help us produce this. We are the technical department. So we can produce this with little to no budget. Um, I imagine that as the story develops, there may be opportunities um, that we'd like to pursue that you know might cost, um, in which case funding would be really nice to give us the option to expand into whatever presents itself. Um, but we are gonna operate with or without, like whether we qualify for the CBC funding or not. Is the way notes that you Oh yeah, I got another. If you are helping any like friends or family, or I'm sorry, anything with what? I got another. If you're helping any of your friends or family, or help with the COVID-19 stuff, or oh yeah, it's it's hard to figure out where I fit into that part of things. So like my my brother's a nurse. Um, and my mom works at a food bank and so they are very much frontline like they are supporting people frontline in terms of helping people in my circle I'm trying to maintain a distance from people I'm, I'm not even really seeing my family right now um, just because obviously I would rather not spread things along anymore um, Me too, I'm not really, I'm so forgot staying at home as much as possible Right. And that's actually a challenge that um, a challenge that we're facing with the documentary is um, trying to figure out what best practices would be for PPE, for physical distancing, for shooting this documentary. Because um, the reality is we're, we're going to want to have to go we're going to have to go on location to a, at least a few places to capture these stories. Yeah. Um, so I think what we're ultimately going to decide to do is we're going to go to places that have already mis you know, remained open, things that are still open, um, and kind of just uh, follow the protocol that is in place in that, in that physical location. But yeah, it challenges things. It makes it hard for Stefan and I to actually sit down and work together. Everything has to be done remotely. Um, a lot of interviews will have to be done over the phone. So yeah, I haven't figured out how to really help the people in my circle because no one has expressed an immediate need. Um, I think if I can figure out how to do this documentary in like a safe, responsible way, that would translate over to um, how perhaps I can be a little bit more impactful mm. in my immediate circle. Mm. 